This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How are you? Yes, it is. How are you doing? I am fantastic. It's cold. The show broadcast from Dallas, Texas in the Mercury Studios. And it is cold for Dallas, Texas this morning. Windy out there, cold front moving through. Climate change is definitely in full effect in the Dallas Metroplex. one 888 is the phone number if you want to, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to play along. 888-900-3393. We'll get to, uh, you know, we'll get to a little Middle East. I know, I know, and ISIS or ISIL or is. But really, haven't we had, I mean, have we had enough this week? Really? I mean, we've had... We had the Middle East. We've had the Prez tell us what he's going to do or what he's not going to do. The 9-11, Remembrance, 13 years. <laughs> we've got Europe. We've got all kinds. We've got upheavals. And while I'm not going to get into it today, uh, Ferguson is still going on. Plenty of other things going on. Plenty of other things going on. We we still have our lives to live, right? We've got the Ray Rice story. I have a different look at that Ray Rice story now, too. I I uh, I, I watched that video, and then I, I rewound. I watched it again, and I, then I watched it. Then I watched it again, and I thought, wait a minute, why am I missed? Why did I miss that before? So we got we have to talk about that. Have to talk about that. And then we got Adrian Peterson. Oh my gosh, <laughs> another agonizing story. And those, you know, just those two headlines and names alone remind us that it is football season, which does you know bring a smile to my face. And then I'm still struggling with the not smoking thing. I'm sorry. I I have to talk to you about it. You're my I'm sitting laying on the sofa, and you're my you're, you're my psychiatrist. You're here to help me work it out. It's been three months, and it's been, it's been three months with no cigarettes. Okay, then for the first two and a half months, I carried an electronic around with me. And I kind of, you know, kind of hit that every once in a while. You have that. Not not bad, but, you know, still there. And so for the last, you know, last full week, week and a half, I've done nothing. Completely, completely free. Agonizing. <laughs> I want a cigarette. Bad. Okay? Bad. But every time I go somewhere, on the internet... Across the internets, the World Wide Web, 
I, there's stories that throw me. Like I'll be, uh, you know, I talked a little bit last week about uh, going some, clicking on a, a site, and then it's like, oh, oh, um, yeah, no, you shouldn't do that. Uh, smoking is bad. So it's like, okay, well, why can't I was just thinking about having a cigarette? No, that's bad. And this week, I don't know, it was like Wednesday or Thursday. I was really like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to have a cigarette. I'm driving. My, my son was doing some work here at the, for Mercury One and uh, uh, getting some of his scout hours in for a charity. And uh, I, so I, I mean, I'm driving him home. And uh, so how are you doing, Dad, with your non-smoking? You're doing so good as far as I can tell. You're not smoking. I, I, you know, I'm proud of you. Shut up! Why do you want me to shut up? I'm really proud of you. Shut up! Because I really want a cigarette, okay? And then I get home and I log on and I see, well, okay, thanks, Facebook, for you know every post that I see. Every time I log on to Facebook, I see uh, United We Test Lung Cancer Profiles. Oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Okay? It does. It means a lot to me. So I get that, you know, my physical addiction is probably long gone. I got it. Doctors. Okay. It's just you're just playing a mental game with yourself now, Jeff. Yes, I But it's close. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is close. Because if you have never smoked, then you're saying, you know, shut up, fat man. Don't smoke. Make a decision. But it's difficult. And then, you know, of course, you're not smoking. So, you know, what do you, what do you, you got to find something to replace smoking with. And, uh, you know, I haven't started running. I'm not running 10 miles a day to make up for not smoking. So now I've got to, you know, okay. I don't want to become, you know, the 400-pound man again. So I got to go, you know, I'm going to get back on to simple to lose. It's been three years. Well, come on up next month, three years since I started simple to lose. I was uh, about 75, 80 pounds heavier than I am right now when I started Simple to Lose. Now I and I've I lost over a hundred pounds. So I've gained, you know, thirty, thirty five pounds since uh, you know, the last time. So I'm gonna get back on Simple to Lose. I'm gonna be doing that. Simple to lose dot com. They're not even a, they're not even a paid sponsor yet on this broadcast. By the way, why isn't that happening? Anyway, the uh but I'll give them I'll give them a spot anyway because I love them. I've been doing shows for them every week in Boise. It keeps me on track, and yet not smoking. All I want to do is eat. All I want to do is eat, and it doesn't. I mean, I can eat. I can eat Metafast products from Simple to Lose for forever. It's still still putting eight billion calories into your system. You've got to create that. You know, five. You got to create that five in one plan. That six in one plan every day. So your body is burning fat. I get it. I get it. And the program works. It's a great diet. It's also a great lifestyle change. 
choices do have consequences. I got it. The choice, the choice, the choices have consequences. I quit smoking. I eat. I get fat. I can't do that. Got to go to simple to lose. Simple to lose.com. Don't forget simple, the number two lose.com. By the way, why don't they have a sponsor on this program? Anyway. They kind of are. They kind of are, really, because I'm a spokesman for them and the program works. And I'll be back a month from now. Yeah, I'm going to lose, you know, I'll be back down to the 100 pound mark in a month. Have the three year anniversary. I'm excited. I'm excited. But that having been said, you know, I still want to smoke. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff, and I do have some great stories for you today, uh, some some things that uh, you maybe haven't heard of and some things that, uh, uh, you know, we may have missed during the week because we're covering the big stories. My gosh, I mean, the big stories, you can't disregard the big stories. They're there, and they, they kind of tend to overshadow everything else, but everything else still happens, so stick around. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. How are you? Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Don't forget, uh, man, Saturday's hot lineup here on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka, Mike Opelka coming up immediately following this broadcast. Will Kane, SE Cup right after that. Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Pags round out the Saturday lineup right here on the Blaze Radio Network. So there's really no need for you to, <laughs> you don't need to go anywhere else. Uh, you can just stay right here, okay? Uh, if you have a little house cleaning to do, that's fine. Turn the volume up while you're listening to the Blaze Radio Network. I mean, I don't want to stop you from cleaning at all. Please don't let me stop you from cleaning. Texas's decision to deploy National Guard troops along its border with Mexico is unpleasant and reprehensible, says Mexican President Enrico um, dear Mexican President Enrique, this is day 166 that Andrew Tamarisi is in your jails for making a wrong turn into your country. That, my friend, is unpleasant and reprehensible. Make it go away. Agonizing. Simply, simply agonizing. Day 166. Hashtag free Tamarisi. Hashtag Mexican President Enrique. You are unpleasant and reprehensible. It's a long hashtag, I know. I got it. <laughs> we'll get to some Twitter blast, some great Twitter blast stories today. Tremendous Twitter blast stories today. 
Okay, so, uh, you know, I'm not smoking. I got it. And, uh, you know, okay, smoking causes, you know, doesn't smoking doesn't cause cancer, but it does enhance. I just, you know, it doesn't cause cancer, but it does enhance your chances to get 11 or 12 different kinds of cancer. At least that's what I've been told by some medical professionals. And it does bring you back to a little bit of how important life is, right? I mean, we're supposed to, you know, live life the way you want to. Um, you know, and every once in a while we get stories like uh, Dave Benton, 51, a local television news anchor in Illinois. He announced during a newscast that his cancer had returned, giving him months to live. He said he's undergoing some treatment to slow the tumor down, but that may give him days. A few more days tacked on. Now, he said that he's a born-again Christian, believes he's in God's hands. I'm at peace, he said. Amen. This is horrible. I mean, we've all had cancer touch our lives somehow, some way, right? Spouses, children, family members. But... It does prove that we really should live our lives the way we the way we want to, right? I mean, the question is, you know, the question that that you always ask is, uh, how would you live your life if you were told, you know, if you knew you were going to die next week, how would you live your life? And the answer really is the same way, right? I mean, you should be living your life the way you want to live it every day right now so that if it ends, it ends the way it's supposed to. A lot of people don't do that, but, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. In other cancer news, a Pennsylvania woman diagnosed with cancer said she was laid off because her employer, an oral surgeon, didn't believe she had the strength to do her job effectively while fending off pain and effects of chemotherapy. Um, boy, you hear that and you think, that bastard. What is that doctor doing? And then, but what really floored Carol Jumper was that she apparently learned of her layoff after a dozen years working at the doctor's office through a handwritten letter mailed just a week after her diagnosis. Okay, now you read that and you think, all right, this doc, <laughs> that guy's going to piss me off. Who do you think he is? Right? I mean, how cold and calculating can this doctor be? Dr. George Visnick Jr.? who has offices in three towns outside Pittsburgh. The missive reads. And they have a copy of the letter from his oral surgery place. The symptoms of this disease, the pain medications you'll need, and the side effects of the chemotherapy will be significant and distracting. You will not be able to function in my office at the level required while battling for your life. Because of this, I'm laying you off without pay. As of August 11th, your last paycheck will be mailed to you on Friday, 8.15. Now, okay, it doesn't sound cold and gay. Yeah, it does. However, when you move on just a little bit, 
And even her boyfriend. I mean, I was pissed when I read the letter. I'm sorry, fiance. Uh, no kind of man sent a letter like that. Well, yeah. I mean, apparently he had talked to her. Perhaps perhaps you should speak to your fiance a little bit. Because I'm kind of leaning toward the doc here. Uh, and the doc is kind of bummed that he's looking like the bad guy. He's been working full-time for this guy for 12 years. Um, he had talked to her. She doesn't have insurance. That's nice. That's that's good there. But she did obtain insurance through the Affordable Care Act, so good. Good for her. Good for her. Happy about that. However, she said she he put her on layoff status so that she could collect unemployment compensation during her treatment. With the understanding, hello, when she's feeling better, she can come back to work. Huh. And when she filed for unemployment claim, he didn't contest it so she could get the money. Now, this all started because uh, Jumper's sister made photocopies of the layoff letter and started handing it out to people. And uh, then, you know, put it, of course, put it up on Facebook and it went viral. And she just wants it. I mean, she's sick, right? I mean, she just wants it to go away. Stop it. So this is, uh, you know, be careful with the headlines. Right? Be careful with the Twitter blast that people would tell you, you know, just the Twitter 140 characters, which we will get to uh, later in this broadcast. Just, you know, I think I've heard before, do your own homework somewhere on this network, but I can't remember. So maybe you ought to do that. can't remember if I've heard that before do your own homework where did i hear that i can't remember more of this show the jeff fisher show in moments this is the jeff fisher show only on the blaze radio network The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you want to participate and jump in for some fun. Otherwise, it's just you and me. Okay, Ray Rice. A little bit of Ray Rice. I know. I'm almost tired of it, but not quite. Not quite. And can we please... This this is not going to happen, but I I want to I want to ask if we can please get beyond talking about the Ray Rice story and not having to say obviously I disagree with the outcome. Obviously I disagree that a man shouldn't hit a woman. Obviously, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this case. Yes, I know I got it. I don't like it that you knocked out the woman in the elevator. I don't want men to hit women. I think it's wrong. Abuse in any form is terrible. I got it. Okay? I got it. So 
So I'm watching the Ray Rice video. And there was quite a bit of talk about how she was the abused wife. And how a lot of people have lived through that in their life. Well, you know what? I've lived through that too. And it's horrible. And for a kid, it sucks. Okay? It sucks. No child ever should have to see their dad or any male beating up on their mother. Ever. Okay? It never goes away. It never leaves you. Okay? That having been said, when a female is a abused spouse, I'm sure there is you know, exceptions because there's exceptions to every rule. Most of the time, they are cowering, right? They're back. They, oh, I shouldn't have said that because that sets them off. I shouldn't have said that. I should have stacked those dishes better. I should have not said that. I should have not worn this dress. I know he doesn't like it, but I like it. But I shouldn't have worn it because he doesn't like it. That set him off. I shouldn't have said, boy, that was fun when I knew he didn't like it. That set him off. Cowering, right? Watch the Ray Rice video. And they're arguing, fighting. You see the lady, the other lady that, um, I don't know, hopefully the investigation knows who she is, but there, she's at, the, at the, the hotel, the casino, and she's looking at them as she's walking by. Like those two are hollering and screaming at each other. And in the very beginning of the video, the wife, Janae, she kind of, I don't know, doesn't push him or dismisses him with the hand and walks toward the elevator. And then when they get in the elevator... She, you know, is walking toward him. They're arguing. She isn't scared of him. And, you know, obviously she she should have been. But it it just kind of led me to believe that, you know, maybe this wasn't a whole, maybe this was was an argument, a a fight between a husband and a wife or, you know, boyfriend and fiance, I got it, you know, going to be husband and wife. And it just, uh, you know, the whole, um, now Ray Rice is this huge abuser. And should he be in trouble for what he did? You know, I'm going to do the disclaimer just like everybody else. Yes, it's wrong to hit a woman. And it should have never ended the way it should. And boy, how horrible it was. I know. I know. It was bad is bad and he's an NFL football player trust me I know what it's like to be around NFL football players I know 
They're big. They're strong. And they know how strong they are. Believe me. They know. So, was it? Yes, it was wrong. No question. But to consider it long-term abuse, spousal abuse, I mean, we kind of got to go by what she says, right? We got to go by what the wife says. And now we're going to completely kind of put aside what actually happened. Put aside what actually happened, and we're going to go after the NFL and Roger Goodell for not being as horrified in the beginning as they are in the end. Um, okay, why? Just because you want to continue the story? I mean, how about we, I don't know, talk about the Christians getting massacred in the Middle East. How about that? Now, nah, I don't want to talk about that. That's too horrific. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Well, we talk about the possibility that the terrorist group that wants to kill us can just come right into the border anytime they want. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that bastard, Roger Goodell. <laughs> I can't take it. First, he only suspended him for two games. And then, 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 then he saw the video and suspended him, you know, forever. Indefinitely. <laughs> that bastard. Come on. Really? That's where we're at? Okay. Okay. And then we're all, we've already convicted, breaking news yesterday, Adrian Peterson indicted. Another NFL player. Now, he was indicted. What was I? Apparently, he beat his kid. Disciplined his kid with a switch. And I saw some of the pictures last night. The pictures, you know, might have gone too far. Might have gone too far. I will say that the pictures seemed a little fresh. The story is is that uh, he was staying with Adrian in Texas. And then the mom goes back to Florida, right? And Florida or Minnesota. And then... Uh, Takes pictures because the and takes them to the doctor. But the pictures I saw the the marks looked kind of fresh. Anyway, I'm not saying that the mother of the child would lie. That would be wrong. It just looked a little fishy. That's all I'm saying. Let's not convict the man. Okay, he was indicted. Let's let the case go, shall we? Okay. Because there's bigger chicken to fry. <laughs> okay, I am a huge fan of Chick-fil-A. How about you? Yes? No? I mean, some 
some of the tremendous chocolate shakes in the in the country that are made by Chick Fil A. You want a chocolate shake that tastes great? Chick Fil A. I'm telling you, they know how to make a chocolate shake. And what's if you go like everybody? Well, Sonic has eight million different shakes. I know they do, and the, and they're good. But the chocolate is not as good as the Chick Fil A chocolate shake. Feathers have been ruffled, though, in California's Ventura High School, where a principal this week banned the football booster club from selling Chick-fil-A sandwiches for fears that people may be offended. Oh, my gosh, no. No. People are going to be offended because the school is selling Chick-fil-A sandwiches? Now, Chick-fil-A gives the school gives the school these sandwiches to sell. And let me repeat, gives. Okay? To the event so that they can sell the chicken sandwiches to make money, to buy football uniforms, to spend for travel expenses, to purchase things so they don't have to charge the team. Oh my god, those horrible people. Horrible. Now, they believe that Principal Val Wyatt's ban has less to do, you know, with the poultry than maybe, well, I don't know, her political stance on gay rights because the students of Ventura High School and their parents would be at the event. and I didn't want them on campus. So this is just another example, another beautiful example of those that preach inclusivity and diversity. And we all need to get along. And how come how come you're just so reprehensible are being the least inclusive and the least diverse of all? Ain't it always the case? Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. Uh, Michael Pelka coming up immediately following this broadcast at 8 a.m. Eastern. And then Kane and Cup, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater and Joe Paggs round out the Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. So I'm watching this story uh, last night, that, and I'm just fascinated by it. I, we, we see 3D printing going on for everything in today's world now. And, I mean, you can 3D print anything. And so they've got these kids that are born without hands or they got in an accident and it's really adults too, but the story is on these kids. So this guy in Grand Rapids, Michigan, who volunteers his time for enabling the future. And I don't know what else they're involved in. So don't start with me. Okay. This, I'm just talking about this particular story. I mean, enabling the future might be a, you know, United Nations horrible thing. I don't know, but for this story, they're good, okay? This guy creates 
with his 3D printer these superhero prosthetics that are so cool. They're the the the, the Iron Man claw and the it's such a cool thing. So they uh, this kid. And the story is based around this little three-year-old kid in Hawaii who's born without a hand. And he's got a sister who uh, uh, has both hands. So they send him an Iron Man prosthetic. And he puts it on. And does he reach out and touch his parents? Does he reach out and grab his father, his sister, first thing he does is hold his own hand. He's like, oh, my gosh, I can put my hands together. Amazing. Amazing. He's so happy. It's so fantastic. Um, so fan- the story, I'll tweet it out, uh, at Jeffy MRA. Uh, fantastic story, helping these kids out. Um. I know that, okay, he's got the Wolverine claws. Okay, so they Velcro on and off, okay, so they can wear it to school. (laughs) He's not going to school with the Wolverine claws. I got it, okay? But this guy is 3D printing for, uh, uh, out of Grand Rapids, Aaron Brown. And he's doing it, obviously, for uh, enabling the future, an organization helping these kids out. And they sent it to these kids, at least this kid, they sent it, the story that, they did in the story I'm going to tweet out at Jeffy MRA. I'll put it up on Facebook too, Jeff Fisher, um, for free. And the look on these kids' faces are fantastic. So when you start thinking about how bad 3D printing is and can it do any good, know that it can do good. It can do good. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. We've got an amazing stories left to go today. Uh, stuff to get to. Never mind, uh, you know, the, I know the president is having a tough time getting that coalition together. <laughs> really? But you still got to have a coalition, though, because you have to have a coalition. If you don't have a coalition, then you have to take full responsibility for something. And boy, we can't have that, can we, Mr. President? No. Whatever you do, don't take full responsibility for anything. Agonizing. Why did I even mention that? Because now I'm really pissed. I'm thinking about the president and his whole ISIL campaign. Oh, my gosh. i got to take a break. But we'll be back at the top of the hour. Just listen to the news. Relax a little bit. We'll be back as, you know, uh, yeah, just go, go. Have some fun. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Howdy. How is you? 
888-900-3393 is the phone number. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. Texas's decision to deploy National Guard troops along its border with Mexico is unpleasant and reprehensible. Those are the words of Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto. Hey, uh, Mr. President. Mr. President Enrique, want to know what's unpleasant and re- reprehensible? Do you? Do you want to know what's unpleasant and reprehensible? Today is 166, the 166th day that Andrew Tamarisi is in one of your jails for making a wrong turn from the United States and ending up in your country. Perhaps, perhaps, when you let him free, we'll rethink our deployment of National Guard troops along the border. Not really, but it sounded good. There's no way. I mean, you just stop letting people through your country from other countries. (laughs) Which they've done, I believe. I believe they have done a little bit, so... We're we're good for a while, uh, but how about we let Andrew go? How about that? And how about this administration of the United States of America slapping down Enrique? He's having lunch in California. He's dining all over this country. How about we say, hey, Prez Enrique, go down to the jail yourself and bring Andrew back to the U.S., then maybe we'll talk to you. Until then, have a nice day. I mean, that's just me. That's that's just me. And this is a fantastic story. Before I get, I I saw this story earlier in the week: the smartest and the dumbest states, and I was just fascinated by it. So I'll, I'll share it with you. You can know if you live in one of the smartest or dumbest states. I mean, I'm sure you live in the smart states. Me? I'm not so sure. Every year on 9-11, uh, this lady, uh, E. Stringer Key, uh, posts this picture that she found uh, at Ground Zero. Um, and it's a wedding photo. And it's beautiful, joyful. It's, she says, uh, uh, look, it's a beautiful, joyful moment captured in time. And it was such a contrast to what I saw at Ground Zero. Um, so... If I had a relationship to 9-11, I wanted to keep it safe until I could return it to its owner. So, And she posted every year hoping that someone will say, hey, that's me. So you can uh, go to glenbeck.com or uh, I'll tweet it at Jeffy MRA or Facebook it, Jeff Fisher, and uh, you, can, uh, you can see the photo. Maybe you know him. Maybe you can help him out. Don't forget uh, Michael Pelka coming up immediately following this hour of the broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. And then we let Will Kane and S.E. Cup step in, and then Cress Salcino and Mike Slater and Joe Paggs. I mean, just, just don't even turn it off. Just make sure that your link is you know plugged into some sort of electricity or uh, solar power so it doesn't go out, and then just listen to the Blaze Radio Network the entire day. No need for you to do anything else. You heard me. 
You know what you're doing. So you live in a smart state or a dumb state. This is uh, according to information compiled by the website Info, please. Okay. And uh, apparently the gulf is widening between male college graduates and female graduates with bachelor's degrees. Number 10 smart state, Minnesota. I, I actually, it's so funny, I, uh, there's a couple here in Texas that has that moved here from Minnesota. They still have a place in Minnesota, so um, it is the 10th smartest. And he's, you know, I guess he's, I guess he's pretty smart. I found this interesting. Uh, the 10,000 Lakes is home to 31 of the top 1,000 publicly traded companies in the country. Target, Super Value, Best Buy, the world-famous Mayo Clinic is there. Uh, as of 2006, uh, it's you know a number of years ago now, more than 90% of seniors in Minnesota public school system graduated. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, the number ninth smartest state, New Hampshire. Uh, average uh, household uh, medium income, 63000 The eighth, New York. Really? Eh. Get out of the city, I guess. Number seven, Vermont. I love Vermont. Now, Vermont is quite a you know liberal state, but it's beautiful and it's gorgeous there. And I and I, uh, the town of Bennington is beautiful, home to Hemmings Motor News. Uh, fantastic, uh, gorgeous, love it. Six smartest, Virginia, of course. Well, they work for the government. They all think they're smarter than everybody to begin with, but they're only six. Ha ha ha. Fifth is New Jersey. Really, New Jersey? Stop. Household 69. Yeah, sixth. Average, median household income of, as of 2013, $69,667, which is second in median household income. And that will get you an apartment in New Jersey. So that's not bad. Uh, number fourth, Connecticut. Of course. Of course. What do you tell in their college? Uh, the third smartest, Maryland, all East Coast, Maryland, yes. Second smartest, ooh, Colorado. And you can smoke pot there now, too. That's kind of good. Huh? And uh, according in 2010, uh, it was the third best state for business in the country, according to CNBC. So Colorado, nice. I might have to go visit my brother. I promise I won't smoke any pot because I'm not smoking anything yet. The smartest state in the country. Massachusetts, great, great love. All northeast places except for Colorado. And then Colorado, probably all the northeasters live there. The dumbest states in the country on the Blaze Radio Network. Do you live in a dumb state? I don't know, do you? The 10th dumbest State in the nation, Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee is the 10th dumbest. Unbelievable. Now, I'm telling you, the state has over 82,000 farms, and over half of that is uh, uh, cattle. Fortune 500 companies, FedEx, AutoZone, International Paper, Memphis is where they, they are as their hubs. Nashville, of course, is, you know, country music. 
Uh, Tennessee might not be a bad place to live, and it's a beautiful state, but it's the 10th dumbest. <laughs> the 10th dumbest. It's just it's not the dumbest. Ninth dumbest, Oklahoma. You know, I recently spent some time in Oklahoma. It is beautiful. Beautiful. We have some friends that own some property in Oklahoma, which is from Dallas is like an hour and a half away. It's unbelievable. It doesn't feel, you know, it feels like you're in Dallas, Texas, and Texas is this huge state. But we're in North Texas. So, I mean, we're so close. I, I You don't think about being so close to Oklahoma. And uh, <laughs> if you're from Texas, you don't really like Oklahoma. I mean, you've never liked Oklahoma. I have a good friend of mine who was born and raised Texas. He doesn't like living where he lives. He lives just outside of Dallas as well. And he says he doesn't like to be that far north because still smell Oklahoma, but that's just Texans. Me, I think it's Oklahoma was beautiful. It's gorgeous. Such of hills, beautiful. It's an hour and a half out of Dallas. Acres, you go out there, you hunt. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's the ninth dumbest state in America. The eighth dumbest state, Indiana. Indiana. Wow, Indiana. 32nd on the median income, too. 46000 $974. Indiana. That's amazing. I haven't been to Indiana in a long time. Used to cut through Indiana going to Missouri from Florida. Just a short little glass. Alabama. Alabama, the seventh dumbest state in the country. I haven't been to Alabama in a long time. Median household income, 41000 It's pretty. Alabama's pretty. I don't know that, uh, you know, I live in Alabama. I, I Pretty drive through, you see it. Spent some time there. Although I will say the best Outback Steakhouse in America that I've eaten at is in Alabama. Right by Auburn University in uh, Opelika, Alabama. The Outback Steakhouse are tremendous. <laughs> they were re- when they were recruited. Now it's been a number of years because. They were recruiting my son to play football for them. And uh, so we were there visiting, and we ate at the Outback Steakhouse. Tremendous. Sixth dumbest state in the country, Nevada. Nevada, the sixth dumbest, really. Kind of weird. Nevada, sixth dumbest. Not the state Harry reads from. Fifth dumbest, Louisiana. Wow. Louisiana, the sixth dumbest state in America. Wonder why. Wonder why. The fourth dumbest state in the land, Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky's beautiful. I don't understand that. Kentucky's uh, livestock, six Fortune 500 companies, Humana, Yum Brands, Ashland, Omnicare, General Cable, Kindred Healthcare. Kentucky. Nice. The fourth dumbest state in the land. The third dumbest state in the land, Mississippi. Mississippi is beautiful. Uh, last time we drove through Mississippi, uh, last time I was in Mississippi, I mean, that, obviously you pass through driving to Florida if you drive from Texas. We drove. We spent some time in Mississippi though when we came, when we moved to Texas, and we just got you know we spent some time. It was one of our veering off roads to go through Mississippi for a while. It was beautiful. I mean, I, it was gorgeous. And don't forget. The M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter I, crooked letter, crooked letter I, humpback 
Humpback I State is the third dumbest state in America. The second dumbest state in America, Arkansas. All these states I've spent time Arkansas, we were just there mining for diamonds on vacation in Arkansas. And we met the people we met there were nice. That's because you're dumb too, Jeff. It's the second dumbest state in America, Arkansas. And the number one dumbest state in America, which I'm proud to say I have not spent any time there. Is West Virginia. West Virginia, the dumbest state in America. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. Yes, it is. And it's on right here at the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Michael Pelka coming up immediately following this broadcast. Kane and Cup, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags. That is the Saturday lineup on the Blaze Radio Network. Never mind the Monday through Friday stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we got Doc Thompson. <laughs> Big deal, Glenn Beck, so, Buck, Sexton, so, Jay Severin, big, whoop, Pat and Stu, <laughs> in the fives, so, talking about Saturday, this show, Jeff Fisher show, Michael Pelka, and you know those other dingleberries? <laughs> yeah, Saturday's lineup on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher, Michael Pelka, and the other dingleberries. So... My wife reads me this story last night, and, you know, I'm kind of with the guy. Of course I am, and she's pissed. So this college coach has to move a game because his daughter is getting married. Now, okay, the dad is a football coach, okay? She knows daddy's a football coach. Hello. That's what he does. She decides that she's going to get married September 20th. I mean, hello, it's football season. You're smarter than that. Now, he has to change. And, of course, look, it's Wagner College. Do you know where that is? I didn't either. But it's like Division Three, so does it count as football? Well, of course it does. Of course it counts as football. Football counts. Wherever you go in life, football counts. But the other coach is from Indiana or Illinois or some other bougie Division Three team, and he says, we're happy to change the dates. I bet you are. We had the date open, so we thought we'd change it. Uh-huh. Okay. But this guy is the coach, okay? He's there. He's the coach and the athletic director. He's worked there for 30 years. So she either, daddy has just ignored the heck out of her for years. And she's like, okay, I'm going to get married, and I'm going to get married during football season. And just to piss him off, because I want my dad's attention. And that's the way it is. 
And it worked. He got her attention. Got his attention. Now, the, I guess you could say that the smart thing was that she kind of, she may have been smart enough to realize that she gave, you know, kind of an out. That she knew there was a week off here or there that, you know, he could kind of work it out with the other team. Because, that you know, it did work out, obviously. But if he couldn't have moved that game, what do you do? Do you does he not show up for the game? Does he show up for the game and leave early to make it to the wedding? Does he say, "Hey, I'll be there after the game." I love you, but, you know, hello, you knew it was football season. Why did you uh, you know, I'll walk you down the aisle after the game? Or do you just miss the game? Now, I, and here's the quote. There's been a golden rule in our family. Once football season starts, my wife and my family, they go to the games. We do nothing else. Uh, So maybe that particular rule was the rule that set the daughter off. Uh, Dad, um, screw you. I'm getting married during football season. This has been my entire life. I am tired of it. But come on. Come on. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Hey, that's me. <laughs> wow. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So many of us have children. And I see a post here from Mommy Blogger. I Why I want my sons to see me naked. In a blog post on the front page of Huffington Post, uh, blogger Reader Templeton, reveals that she wants her four relatively young sons to see her naked. Why? If she doesn't show them her naked body, then their first images of a naked woman could be the impossibly perfect physiques in those magazines or those movies. Boy, do I hate that! And what woman could ever live up to them? I don't know. Maybe we could find one. No, it's just joking. I'm almost with her on this. I understand her point completely. But it just sounds creepy, doesn't it? I mean, you know, I want my kids to see me naked. I mean, I I know, I know. Kids see their parents naked. I got it. it. Do I think it's okay? Yes. At some point, you reach a point where it's not okay. At some point, even the kids realize, you know what? I don't want my folks to see me naked anymore. You know what? Mom, close the door, okay? Dad, put some pants on. I mean, come on. Doesn't that happen? I don't want to do to them or any women they might happen to see naked in the future the disservice of telling them that saggy boobs are bad or that a little bit of flab is something to be ashamed of. I want them to know that 
This is the norm. Not the nip-tucked and digitally enhanced images they're going to be bombarded with. Sure, they'll gawk at those bouncy boobies and flat stomachs and perky butts, but I have hope that deep down inside, they'll know that it isn't the standard to which they should hold women's bodies, like, ever. There will come a time when I cover up when they're around. I'm sure at some point I'll hear, Ugh, Mom, put some clothes on. Or that they'll learn to knock before barging into the bathroom. Which sounds heavenly, I'm not going to lie. But until then, I'll let them run their fingers along my stretch marks and grin and bear it. And then they squeal with delighted laughter at the way my butt jiggles when I walk across the room to grab a towel. Because while they're young, I want to plant the seed. So that when they're older and their wives say, I wish my thighs were smaller, they don't say, me too. I mean, no, that's, they don't say, they're perfect. Just the way they are. Ugh. Stop it. Stop it. I know, I know. It's beautiful. No, but I got it. Okay. Thanks, Mommy Blogger, for bringing us all back to Earth. Okay. So, I'm watching uh, one of the programs that I DVR to watch the other night. And we're fast forwarding through the commercials, but I kind of, I don't, uh, I don't uh, super fast forward. I kind of like uh, slow fast forward, so, slow fast forward. You can quote me on that. And because I kind of like to keep an eye on the commercials cause I love to see them. You know, sometimes there's new commercials and I like to, you know, keep myself up at what new ads are out and what's going on. And I see one and I think, and I fast forward. What was that? And I rewind it, and this is what I saw. On the screen, it says we're on a mission to support the millions who may need a different kind of underwear. It's called Underwearness, and it starts with us. This was by Depend Employees. Underwearness. Holy crap. I don't know that I'm ready for this, but the Depend employees say that I must be. How many people may need a different kind of underwear? Over 65 million. Yep. So we're dropping 65 million. That's almost Come on. Americans. Hey. They're younger than you think. Truth be told, nearly half are under 50. That's not old. <laughs> so drop your pants for a social cause and charity. It's called underwearness, and it's kind of sexy. Is it? Is it? I'm dropping them for underwearness. So wake your hands in the air. Yeah. Legs are bare. Just drop your pants for underwearness. Spread the word through the world. Oh. Around every bend. Here's a great new cause coming at you from the pen. Let's do this. Almost sounds not real. But... Young and old, come on, drop your pants. No matter what they say, we're just keeping it real. A different kind of underwear is no big deal. Drop your pants in solidarity. Wow. For friends and family. Underwearness is the movement that will set them free. Okay, that's pants. enough. I can't take the whole thing. I can't even go to, go to depends.com. Or actually, it's depend.com. Depend.com. Uh, and you can see uh, all their ads uh, for uh, underwearness. Uh, I don't know that I'm ready to completely walk around with just my underwears on. My Depend underwear on. 
Now, regular underwear. I mean, who doesn't walk around like that all the time, right? We just got done talking about that. Hello. Of course you do. 65 million, that's their numbers. 65 million have some sort of uh, bladder leakage issues. Okay. If you say so, depends. But if you can go to depend.com, you can drop, you too, you too can drop your pants for underwearness and show your support. You too can drop your pants for underwearness. We have got a tremendous amount of stories to get to on Twitter Blast today. Wow. I mean, there are stories abounding all week long on Twitter Blast. Uh, The Netflix revolution has changed the TV landscape. Boy, that's a fact, right? No kidding. If you have Netflix, you are a fan of the way they do it and the way they've done it, and they are... They have 50 million subscribers worldwide. (laughs) A huge fan of Netflix. Uh, The judge at Oscar Pistorius' trial found him guilty. Culpable homicide. That is in South Africa, if you're not keeping track. He is the South African athlete uh, with no legs. And culpable homicide in South Africa is manslaughter. Uh, he was convicted uh, also of a firearm charge, and he uh, killed his girlfriend, shot her, and it was uh, he claimed by mistake. And uh, some of that they believed. Uh, they believe we have DNA for Jack the Ripper. Yeah, great. Here's right. Really matter? No. A man allegedly cooked dog and FedExed it to his girlfriend. Uh, I love Twitter Blast. Like, you, don't, don't, you, you can go do your own homework if you want. I don't care. But the headlines are just tremendous. And you only got you only have 140 characters. I mean, it's Twitter Blast. Let's go. Hello. And, of course, I'll tweet some of these and, and, and put them up at uh, my Twitter account, at uh, JeffyMRA. At JeffyMRA. Tampa General Hospital said data was compromised. What? Another hospital with patient information? Compromised. Now they're claiming, hey, it was uh, was someone, uh, just a worker, and a lot of the information wasn't compromised. It was uh, a very small amount of information on a few hundred uh, patients. Oh, oh, well, that makes it better then. Don't worry about it then. It's fine, right? Makes it a lot better. Rob Ford withdrawing from the Toronto mayor's race. How oh, that is very disappointing. Very disappointing. He's got some kind of tumor in his abdomen. Really. 8,000 pounds smoking crack and drinking booze and out hooking around with hookers, and he's got a tumor. Sorry, Rob. You will be missed, though. You will be missed. There's no question about that. Ukraine slams Putin. Ceasefire again under strain. There are reports already that we have started firing again in the Ukraine. Pope Francis, Twitter blast, breaking news. Pope Francis says uh, the spat of conflicts around the globe are effectively piecemeal third world war. That, uh, 
I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of people could argue with that. 18-year-old YouTube star says her videos do so well that she doesn't need a real job. Um, just a thought there, 18-year-old YouTube star. That is your job. And, of course, time is running out. Tell the Senate, I don't know that it will matter one iota of a little bit. Tell the Senate to prevent new taxes on our Internet access. You know that works out for you. Okay. Seriously, let me know how that works out for you. The Pentagon. Twitter blast. Two Navy jets crashed into the Pacific Ocean. One pilot is missing. The high school shooter TJ Lane escaped from prison. He's back in custody. Uh, One other, he escaped with three other prisoners uh, in Ohio, and uh, one is still on the loose. Uh, They found him. He is the kid that killed uh, people and was unremorseful in court by giving all the, the family members the finger and telling them to F off all during court. <laughs> I guess if you're going to go out, you might as well go out big, right? You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Oh my gosh! Thanks for thanks for being here today on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka coming up right after this broadcast. Apparently, he's going to crank call uh, Mike Rowe, so uh, that should be good. And uh, we'll see if uh, you know maybe if he Mike has some guts, maybe he'll ask uh, Mike Rowe if he's one of the sixty-five million that have uh, bladder leakage issues and needs to wear depends. It's possible. I doubt it. I doubt it, but it is possible. It is possible. More on the Twitter blast. Manufacturer error caused gummies, gummy bears, to be shipped out to kids in the shape of a male appendage. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wish I could buy these. I wish I could buy these. According to a New Zealand-based company, huge recall, packs of Dragon Sweets gummies mixed up with penis-shaped gummies. Oh, how I wish I could buy a bag of those. Mark Sanford, Twitter Blast. We'll finish up, wrap up this broadcast with some more Twitter Blast stories because there's a couple of good ones left. Mark Sanford. Calls off the engagement to his Argentine soulmate. Oh, no. Times are tough. The first wife is a little pissed. And she's... <laughs> no relationship can stand forever this tension of being forced to pick between the one you love and your own son or daughter for this reason. Melvin and I have decided to call off the engagement. Oh, my gosh. Maybe there'll be another chapter when water's calm with Jenny. But for right now, Jenny is really pissed. <laughs> The wife is not happy and causing havoc, so Mark and the soulmate are not doing well. 
The tweet on 9-11 from the First Lady did not go over good. Did you see this? Did you read about this in the paper? The President and Flutus joined millions. This is the tweet. And don't forget, you're in the middle of Twitter Blast on the Jeff Fisher Show. The President and Flotus joined millions to remember, hashtag remember 9-11 with service by assembling backpacks with at Kaboom volunteers. Now, I mean, it's nice and everything, but people were all wound up over the at Kaboom. Nine <laughs> Eleven at Kaboom. Thanks, Mrs. Obama. Hey, President of Mexico, why don't you let Sergeant Tamarisi go? Huh? Day one sixty six, let him go. It'd be nice of you. Then maybe we got something to talk about. Ted Cruz, Twitter blast. The headline is Ted Cruz booed off stage at an event uh, hosted by a, a Christian organization. It was, uh, you know, uh, Palestinian Christians. And uh, he really wasn't booed off stage. They booed him when he was talking about standing with Israel and standing with uh, Israel. And, you know, you need to stand with, uh, with, with Israel. That's just the way it is. And they booed him. And he said, he, he talked them down. He said, if you can't stand with Israel, then I can't stand with you. And he left. <laughs> That's tremendous. That takes some colonies. Okay. So it was uh, in the defense of Christian's organization, and they you know, gave him a hard time because they didn't want him to talk about standing with Jews and uh, standing with Israel and the Jews, and forget it. He was having a none of it and kept his ground. That's tremendous. And then we have uh, the Saudis uh, purport, (laughs) my favorite headline on Twitter blast, Saudi Arabia will grant U.S. request for anti-ISIS training program. Oh, that is special. Maybe we can all get together. (laughs) You guys stop it, okay? You guys stop it. All right. That's it for the Jeff Fisher program today. Thanks for being here. Oh, my gosh. Has anyone told you yet that you look great today? Well, you do. I mean it. You look great. Except, uh, you're going to wear that all day? Well, you're not really going to wear that all day, are you? Okay, then. Whatever. You know what? It looks good on you. Talk again soon. Be safe. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.